Time for a little hockey talkie. This is Leafs Nation Postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Trying to play it back in behind the net, and they do. Batherson left it there at the point. Long shot scores from the far half boards, and Nikita Zaitsev is it. He who let the shot go, I'm not sure if it tipped anything, but it's tied at two. Brady Kachuk, I don't know. This is just a wrist shot from the right wing boards. Kind of an easy one. It might be Brady Kachuk, Joe. Breathe. Again. Disappointment in Canada. Leafs fall 5-3 to the Senators. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590, the fan in the Leafs radio network. Snick Alberga joined alongside Gord Stelic on Twitter at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stelic. I'd love a live cam on Steve Dangle right now, by the way. Many thanks to Sam McKee, Josh Santos, and Tom Young along for the ride as well. Um, Gord, lucky for the Leafs. We get another crack at the Ottawa Senators tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. We're doing the kid club scene starting off. You know, first of all, 82 game regular season this year. It's a 56 game regular season. This hopefully is as bad as they play. I know we're only two games, two games in, but this is an abomination. And hopefully this is as bad as they play, as bad a game as they can have. Just a quick look. I know plus minus isn't everything. Morgan Riley minus four. Wayne Simmons minus three. Austin Matthews minus three. TJ Brody minus three. Joe Thornton minus three. Uh, Thomas Shabbat plus four, by the way. And is again, it master season? I just... Are we there? I mean, I mean, I'm just looking at some of these things that, uh, again, you're you're... You're the master of all the prop bets and over and under and that, but imagine all those players and saying tonight against Ottawa, these guys collectively would be minus three and minus fours. Again, you would win a ton of money about that. Uh, but it, it, I'm singling them out, but mm-hmm. it was it, it was a team diseffort tonight by the Toronto Maple Leafs. They flat out played their, if you want to call it their best early on, but they should have just been all over them, but it was their best, so Ottawa hung in. And uh, then they just played like a team that just flat out didn't want it for some reason, which is very perplexing. Yeah, to summarize it in 2021, it was the poop emoji that you would send on your iPhone if you have an iPhone. It, w- it was that type of effort. When you, when you can't figure out who had a good game, yeah. I, th- I think you're in trouble. Uh, by yeah. the way, Luke Fox of Sportsnet.ca will drop by uh, to break it all down. Again, it, it's important to note, I get this, it's just game two of 56, but it's just more so the opponent, what they're coming off. I didn't think they were particularly great in the opener in the 5-4 OT win against the Montreal Canadiens. Wanted to see a bit of a, a different look, but those, those dashes were scary, but the most concerning part, and again, we do see this every season, doesn't matter if it's October, Gord, or if it's January this year. Freddie Anderson put out the numbers. He surrendered 10 goals on 48 shots. Is that good? Uh, no, no. And historically been a slow starter. Uh, but that's a cop out just to, and the other part is so tonight's game could have been one that Freddie with a couple of big saves could have won. The Ottawa senators won five, three and did not play particularly well. The Montreal Canadians played great the other night in, in a, in a loss played great. And so that maybe says, yeah, if Freddie maybe made some big saves when uh, early on, maybe things would have been different, but uh, uh, so yeah, you start with there and, um, and you just go like, I, like I'm, I'm really, I'm disappointed because I wanted to watch an entertaining game. And as I said, if Ottawa were to win tonight, I bet you the storyline would have been Tim Stutzla, you know, making, picking up from the world juniors and, you know, putting on a show and another talented potential superstar of the future. And uh, didn't even notice him. He got 11 minutes, 50 seconds, one shot on net, didn't get a point. I mean, it was like all the guys that the Ottawa senators took 
to um, I love the term placeholders that was used for the NHL draft. The New York Rangers ultimately got that first over placeholder card, but these guys are placeholders till other guys develop, right? And they're just to kind of make them respectable. And they were the difference makers tonight for the Ottawa Senators. I can report a couple Eagles on the uh, back nine today. Okay. Um, it, it, you know, again, we're trying our best, folks. I understand there's people out there saying, oh, it's too early to rip on these guys. And we're doing our best to give you both sides of the equation. But to me, honestly, it really was unacceptable, this performance. Granted, again, I guess the, the biggest positive I'll grab from this loss, this 5-3 loss score to the Ottawa Senators here on this Friday night, game two of this 56-game schedule. They get them again tomorrow yeah. night. I just hope for a different I was look. thinking you might have something new, which I'm thinking. I don't know no, what else you can that's say. That's the only positive. That, yeah. Like, yeah. The, the new dad, Zach Hyman, played really, really well for the first half of the game. Like, Gordon and I were talking off air. So, who was the best player for the Leafs in this game? I think, collectively, they stunk the joint out. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, kind of weird also to, again, going with stats. Okay, shots on goal, they get 23, which, which is putrid. Against the Ottawa Senators, Jake Muzzin had four. Kerfoot had four. And John Tavares had four. So they had 12 of the 23 shots. So then the rest of the team had 11. I mean, they should have had like 40 shots. Like, so to put in context, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody there listening, is that the Ottawa Senators are going to be an exciting team down the road. And we said before the game, in a lot of ways, they're like the Leafs were, say, three years ago and are going to improve if these young players come around. But right now, they've not played in 10 months. They, When you have so many new players it's going to take time to get them assimilated, acclimated. Leafs even have won a bonus with one game played, which Ottawa hadn't. So I'm just saying earlier on, these are points for the taking because in Ottawa's defense, they they got so many guys to inject and try to figure it out on a team that was the worst in the NHL. Well, Maple Leafs made it easy tonight. I mean, these are points you take to the bank and you put it there. I know interest levels aren't very high right now, but that's okay. Everyone just stays put and it's something you have for down the road. So again, if you're just tuning in, the Maple Leafs losing game two of this season, 5-3 the final to the Ottawa Senators. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stelic. If you'd like to chime in with your thoughts on this one, Leafs Twitter is on fire right now, and understandably so. Just a disappointing night overall. One of the other concerns for me, Gord, and this has been a prevailing story for three, four, five years, and I understand there's some tremendous players on this roster. They get paid lots of money, and for the most part, they produce. Where's the urgency? Like, we, we talked about this almost ad nauseum last year, our first full year working together on this broadcast. That's what's missing the most for me. I would understand if they lose games. I get it. It's hockey. But it's more so the lack of intensity, the urgency. It was like a Sunday morning stroll. But we can't say we've never seen this before. It's the same thing we've seen for the last couple of years. And I, 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 nobody has an answer for it. Mike Babcock didn't. Sheldon Keefe doesn't. Kyle Dubas doesn't. Well, I, I go back to particularly last year because, you know, other years – say the three previous regular seasons, they were satisfactory, at least by the end of it. You know, there were, there were ebbs and flows and there were some lean moments, but last year was the one that was perplexing to your point about, you know, whether, you know, do you want it? Is it urgency? There was that game in Florida where they were playing. It was a four point game and they were flat, flat, flat. And that's when Sheldon Keefe called them an immature team. He goes, I think we're a little bit immature off the ice. And that maybe is what defined is kind of saying, did you guys not understand how important this game was? I'm really perplexed because you certainly didn't play like it. Now, tonight was not the 56th game of the season. You got to win it to get in the playoffs kind of urgency. But that, to the point about, it sets the standards about if you want to go far in the playoffs where everyone thinks they should be and hopes they will be, that you've got to do all the fundamentals right. You've got to build the foundation. And, you know, it was being built. A lot of it's been built, been built exceptionally well. But last year, again, when the play-in round happened, you picked up on the habits that you'd had in a very disappointing, whatever it was, 70 game regular season. And again, it's only game two, but I'm just saying, and you're saying 
please, not this again, okay? This, this, this should be in the rearview mirror. Another telling stat, Gord. Maple Leafs out hit 33-11 to 11 in this game. To the Ottawa Senators, 33-11. to wow. 11. wow. And there's, Wayne, there's a lot of great stats in this game. And Wayne Simmons couldn't start a fight. He tried. And he, he tried. tried. <laughs> he tried. He, but, but even like just at the end, and you're kind of looking at the Senators. And the, actually, the Senators weren't there. They were just kind of saying, looking at the clock. Say no, like no, the, no, no. I think we're totally right off the top. Like we gave credit to Montreal tonight, although you know Toronto won the first game. Montreal was the better team. I think we both agreed. Tonight, Toronto, like Ottawa, was like here, have it. Like they didn't do anything inspiring. Yeah. Like Tim Stutzla was held in check. Their top six, you know, Brady Kachuk, I thought was good. Had a multi-point night. Shabbat multi-point. Yeah, five night the, shots too for Brady Kachuk. But, yeah, but like it wasn't really like they dominated. Like no. you know, they hunted the puck. Type it was of shinny. Play. They're yeah. playing shinny. The Leafs let them play shinny. Yeah. Okay, the Leafs yeah. treated it was it was an inter squad game tonight. We go we go back to last Saturday, Leaf inter squad game. Team Blue, and, yeah, and 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 the Ottawa Senators won and are extremely happy and should be and found a way to win, but did not play exceptionally well in a. They were sloppy, but at least they seemed like they wanted it. You know, the Leafs, the Leafs were scrambly, and it just never seemed like they really wanted it. Now, I hate to open this can of worms, and again, if you're just tuning in, the Maple Leafs falling a five three to the Ottawa Senators here, game. Two of the season. Duh. And again, Leafs Twitter is on fuego. Okay, hypothetically, we, we expect Jack Campbell to start game three again tomorrow night yeah. in Ottawa, in Canada. If he wins that game, who starts Monday against the Winnipeg Jets? Are we there yet with that conversation? First of all, I've never really seen a can of worms. Don't they always come in? Yeah, I me mean, either. It's just like I don't know. Everyone saying. says a can of worms. I don't know where you get a can of worms. I'm not, not really to open interested. that story up, Gord. I'm not really interested in getting it. I, I, okay, so... Jack Campbell right now starts tomorrow, which was scheduled. If he plays really well, I still think you have to go back to Freddie and let him try to get in a groove. But 56 games, leashes are shorter. You have to start playing the hot goaltender. And that's just the way it goes. But I'm just saying off the top right now, uh, I would, Freddie's your number one guy. And I would go back to him, but if it's three in a row and then Jack Campbell comes as another one, well, then it's a little bit different. But uh, right now, to answer your question, that's what I would do. What about you? Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think if Campbell wins that game, you go to Jack Campbell. There's so many. Wait, if Campbell wins the game, you go to Campbell for yes. game four? Oh, I'm saying yeah. you still go. I, I, okay. Okay, I, okay, so, okay, we, so I, we differ. Okay. Because you're saying if Campbell plays really well, if they win, I think you go to Campbell. Um, number one, Freddie Anderson's a free agent following this season. You don't like what he's doing, you move on. Number two, it's a 56-game schedule, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, every game's so important. There's no out-of-division play. You need to rack up the points. I don't care if it's against Ottawa. I don't care if it's against Winnipeg. You have to go with your, your best goalie. And right now, that is not Frederick Anderson. I talked about the numbers. 10 goals on 48 shots. He can't he can't save a beach ball right now. Like It's so apparent that he needs work. So maybe they, they give us that quote from a couple years ago. He needs to practice time, Gordon. Well, the other part is, okay, with Freddie Anderson and goal, what a difference a game makes, by the way, or two days makes. So I would argue mm-hmm. that the Leafs have only outplayed the opponents in one of the six periods so far. A couple might be draws. Uh, I'm being a little picky because there were two minutes at the end of the second period that turned the game around against the Montreal Canadiens. So I'll, I'll add the two and make it 22 minutes, okay? Uh, whatever it may be. But the 18 of the 20, Montreal outplayed in the majority. So I'm just saying, you know, he hasn't played very well at all. But it's a team, by and large, that found a way to win game one but hasn't played very well at all either. Anyway, it'd be a fun one if Jack Campbell wins tomorrow. Then it's kind of fun to make that decision. I would have no problem if he stuck with them. I, I think it's uh, I, I think it's important. For, I know Mike Keenan was the, was, was the king of 
I'm going to hook you. I'm going to pull you. I'm going to do whatever I want with goaltenders. Uh, I'm big on nowadays about communicating with them. And, you know, and I, I believe the Leaf coaching staff and Steve Breer, who's an excellent goaltending coach, like they have that part handled. So, yeah. So we'll see what gives. First, you got to win tomorrow, right? I, 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 I got to think they're going to. They have to be motivated. They have to have the want factor. I mean, none of that can happen tomorrow night against the Ottawa Senators. There was word, actually, I heard from the Canadian Tire Centre in Ottawa that uh, Matt Murray actually ordered Uber Eats while he was in there, uh, <laughs> a large pizza that showed up. Because okay, now, 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 yeah. they got to start creating I, some offers. I know so. backup goaltenders have ordered the lovely Shea shows oh. uh, in what used to be the Coliseum Quebec, but <laughs> in Montreal. Because in Montreal... The goaltender, I think it's one of those places the goaltender sits by his <laughs> With lonely. The crowd. I, like, like you kind of go at the end of it. Hey, how's this bench? It's a little short. Boy, it's a new arena. Well, it's a little short. We'll have our goaltender sit by himself over in the glass. Whatever. It makes no sense. But, uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't quite put it that way. Murray probably had a couple of, like, I, I, I no, Freddie made one big save, I think, in the third period. He did. He did. But, I mean, really, there were no big saves that way. Matt Murray didn't have a ton of big saves to Too make. Easy. Too easy. Yeah, I think right? he made a couple decent ones early on, but yeah, he didn't. Yeah, you're right. He did not make it hard on him. It's like one of those you kind of go, yeah, that's the other one. If Tim Stutzla wasn't the difference tonight, which he wasn't, you'd say, yeah, like X number of games out of 56, you're just going to lose by virtue of the goaltending, and you're also going to win some by virtue of a ridiculous goaltending where they they flat out steal it, and that wasn't the case. Yeah, all in all, just uh, it's hard to decompress after that type of game. But Brady Kachuk, one and two, plus three in this game. Nikita Zaitsev with two assists, Drake Batherson with two assists. But again, uh, you know, that, that was the thing that really stuck out to me. And we went over the numbers were, you know, the, the golf like numbers and two prevalent players in this lineup, uh, Austin Matthews thought was okay in this game by his standards, minus three, but that top pairing Gord, um, we know they're relatively new with TJ Brody in the mix, a combined minus seven between Morgan Riley and TJ Brody. You know, I wonder if Morgan Riley's ever had a minus four before. I doubt. So, I mean, if you're ever going to look at Morgan Riley, when do you think he had a minus four? I'd pick it like when the Penguins were at their zenith or the Blackhawks yeah. and it was one of those games. I wouldn't pick a rebuilding Ottawa Senators team that you'd have your worst plus minus night ever if you're Morgan Riley. But uh, again, it was just everyone. Nobody stood out. Nobody stood out for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, reading social media, the other gripe right now, and you got to be cautious and careful, um, was... Oh, you do with social media? Yeah. <laughs> was, uh, was John Tavares' ice time. Uh, he played 16-24 in this game. Well, last game, he and Nylander were the two best players, and he played 10 fewer minutes than Austin Matthews. So the, I, I've, I've always said, and I've been an advocate about, addressing Austin Matthews' ice time because I did believe it was a, a viable issue under Mike Babcock. Uh, 23-05 for Matthews, Tavares 16-24. So there, you know, there is... Uh, Quite the discrepancy for a guy who makes 11 million a year. Yeah, there is, there is that difference i don't i don't know I'm, tr I'm trying to think where it came out about that you got all that difference like power play time could be all that pk work cord <laughs> is it well let's see what he got the, the pk work you know you got four seconds of pk did austin matthews so i don't think I that's it i know i know i know i don't know what anyway it, it i i i can't see it like john Tavares has been targeted to re reduce his ice time but you're right in a perfect world if you looked at the timesheets after uh you'd have them I would think relatively close. I agree. Uh, and again, a lot of negatives to take from this game. The biggest positive to me, it's just one of 56, right? You, you yeah, it's the it. only thing we can find. You sh exactly. We, we've been digging hard. I'm talking about ice times right now. I'm talking about plus minus, but it was just that type of night for the Maple Leafs. Again, not to pile up on this conversation. We'll hit the break momentarily, but 
Gord, the Ottawa Senators haven't played a game in like 10 months. Yeah. I, I think, you know, most of their pickups just joined the team two days ago. Like Derek Stepan was a Coyote like two weeks ago. But, you know, keep in mind, San Jose won last night. It's their first game. New Jersey Devils competed hard against Boston, lost in a shootout. So, I mean, the the guys have ice time and they're going to get used to it quickly. I think what yeah. to go back, what is this, is exceptional in the Ottawa case is so many new 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 parts. And that's where they need time to get it all together. And they showed it tonight with their rustiness, but they still they still won the game that way. You know, one thing tomorrow as we look ahead is this is, I imagine lineup changes were going to happen. I think in back-to-backs he'll do that. Might be a big tweak tomorrow. I don't know how many you can tweak, but I... Marincin. Well, I, I don't know Marincin, but Nick Robertson for starters. Yeah, I'd see that. You know, and just whatever, a couple. Like, call me bold, and we talked about this off-air. We'll bring the conversation. I've never really called you bold, but I'll call you bold. No, okay, today ahead, you bold. can. Maybe it's just a beautiful pink shirt I'm wearing I picked up during the pandemic. <laughs> uh, I can't see it through the plastic here because <laughs> the, the, hermetically the, shower curtains in front of us. the hermetically sealed studios. Um, I would not be shocked if one or both, or, you know, we'll include Spezza, if one or two of Spezza, Simmons, or Thornton are not playing tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I don't Joe know. Joe Thornton was not good in this game. Yeah, I don't. I, I I think he's got some easier targets he can target yeah? if he wants. Yeah, but aren't those type of guys you can target because they're gamers and they've been in this league for a long time and say, hey, we got to step up. Yeah, I think as time goes on, I think early on the fatigue factor isn't. Yeah, kicking in. You got Barbanov. You got you know you got, you got a lot of guys that weren't impressive on the third or fourth line. Um, Jimmy VC, Kerfoot, guys, whatever. I mean, again, that's hey. It shouldn't be Nick Robertson's going to make the difference in you winning a game. You should have won this game tonight, and you should win tomorrow just based on talent and all that. And I, and I hope and expect that it's a, a Toronto Maple Leaf team that will show up in that stead tomorrow night, regardless who is in the lineup. I was loving this uh, it's on marketing strategy by Sportsnet. It's been tremendous, but now this Leaf season is on Gord because it was like a you know like a honeymoon for the first couple of weeks. Right, we had the blue and white game, we had the first game victorious, but now well, well, I think I think. In all fairness, we're so, if you're a sports fan, just excited about hockey being back. And I, and you're right. Yeah. I, I, so I think I think everything's been a little bit overblown, but it, but yes. it's just wonderful to have Leaf hockey back, and it's wonderful to have NHL hockey back. I missed your positivity. The Leafs stunk tonight. They better be better tomorrow. That's Gord Stelic. I'm Nick Alberga at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stelic on Twitter. Still to come again, Luke Fox, sportsnet.ca. We hope to hear from Sheldon Keefe and other, excuse me, a 5-3 loss for the Maple Leafs here in Canada. You're listening to Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 5-9 at the fan. Blue and white at night. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590, The Fan, and the Leafs Radio Network. Marner, he couldn't get a shot away. Tavares peeps in with a shot and scores! A wrist shot from the captain finds the area above the glove, and the Leafs power play, revamped, has a goal to make it five to three uh certainly one of the more positive spots from this uh five three loss to the ottawa senators here on this friday night nick alberga and gord stelic was john tavares a goal and assist now is two and three in the first uh, couple games of the season another power play tally a couple more for the maple Leafs. in fact it's nick alberga and gord stelic at the golden muzzy at gord stelic but again uh way more negatives than positives to grab from this game and uh most importantly, the Leafs, uh, once again, will have the Ottawa Senators in the back-to-back at Canadian Tower Centre uh, on Saturday night so they can get rid of this rather quickly, Gord. Yeah, Joe Bowen just using the word Leaf power play revamped. It got devamped later <laughs> on because uh, I think Sheldon Keefe was puzzled. I think I think one reason he wanted the two power play units in some ways to get so you had no, more weapons 
more of an arsenal to balance a- apply. Yeah. So you, yeah, when you needed offense, when you needed something late in the game, and it, it worked the other night that it was you know John Tavares and William Nylander really that you know came through and sparked things in the third period, and tonight it was nobody. And uh, he, yeah, he was, it reminded me of parts of the Columbus series where he basically just rode a few players because he wasn't getting much out of the bottom half there. Really, he, tonight he wasn't, he wasn't getting much out of, out of anybody over the, over the full 60 minutes. So he kind of put all the eggs in one basket a little bit at the end. And then the last part of the game with the goaltender out there down by two, it's like, I don't know, it was Spezza, Simmons, Thornton were out there. So it's kind of like he did a tip of the hat or whatever, put those guys out to make them appreciate that they matter. I really don't know what. I mean, it was almost like house league trying to, at the end of it, just try to make sure guys get house time and try to and try to keep his plan in place that's really inclusive. And that's why we said to start this season, I know it was causing a stir in this market. Oh, Zach Hyman on line three, um, Joe Thornton on line one, Jimmy Vesey on line two. Uh, things change quickly in this league. We've even seen in the first couple games, the lineup changes, even the power play units. That's why Gord, I always take stuff with grain of salt. Yeah, and what what he's starting off is the point where they finished, where they did not have depth on the three or four lines for pretty well all the regular season and in the play-in. So in Zach Hyman's case, it was anything but a demotion. He just is hoping that you get three or four lines going as opposed to one or two. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much the case here. Again, the Maple Leafs falling 5-3 to the Ottawa Senators, falling to 1-1-0 on this season. Next up again, the Sens uh, tomorrow night on the back-to-back where... Again, it's expected Jack Campbell will start in that game. Uh, hopefully the goaltending's a bit better. And defensively speaking, I want to see something here, Gord. They've surrendered 10 goals in the first two games. We've seen this before, by the way. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, come on. You, you cannot have the brain cramp penalties. They've had too many men on the ice penalties both games. It's more so the vets that are taking them, though. That's and, the yeah, problem. And it was, uh, you know, yesterday was Jimmy Vc. Uh, today it was it, it was Kerfoot, and it put them two men down. And and that really, they are up one nothing at that point, and that really kind of... Reminded me of a Montreal, again, Nick Suzuki, just a really ill-advised penalty, and Shea Weber, an unfortunate penalty, wiring it three seconds later for the delay of game. And, you know, this one, boy, yeah, I mean, and it was too many men. Like, it, it was too many. Like, the, the, the puck in the crowd is, is a non, there is, you can't argue. So Weber goes right to the box. Too many men on the ice when you're one down. Uh, they'll, they'll give you a little bit of latitude, right, yeah. to put you two down. This wasn't even close. Uh, by the way, a telling stat, courtesy stats with Steve Fell, and we love to uh, pimp on this show, but the 40 career starts in the first month of a season with the Leafs for Frederick Anderson, Gord. You ready for this? Brace yourself. Okay, I'm ready. 21, 14, and 5, 3.21, 897 on an average of 31.1 shots on goal per game. And he's 21, 14, and 5. That's the one I find incredible. The Leafs can score goals. Yeah, theoretically. I've seen it tonight, on Wednesday, but yeah. I've seen it on Wednesday, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, he's going to, uh, uh, yeah. Well, maybe you do start Jack Campbell the rest of the games. This the rest month. of the year. And, How about no, that? No, 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 no. How about the computer, Aaron Dell? Can we bust him out? I think it's too early to rag on. I, I, I'm in the same department as you, as Freddie Anderson, because even coming out of the bubble, I had an issue with that, Gord. All this hate, oh. dismay about Freddie Anderson. Last time I checked, didn't the Maple Leafs get shut out like three times in five games in that series, or two times in five games in that series? And the well, one game that the miraculous comeback on my birthday? Well, that's correct. On your birthday. I forgot about that. Who 31. Else? And you shared your birthday with whom? Sidney Crosby, Mike Trout, DeMar DeRozan. Okay. It was Sidney Crosby. The other ones I didn't know. Marty I know Marinchin. who they are. No. Okay. So, so no. here's where we are now. And this, and this is what's great about covering the Leafs because the extreme hockey lovers and then the fanaticism uh, about Leaf fans and, and the interest. So in the bubble, 
we're almost being defenders in a way because yeah. people were just pissed and everything stunk. There were there and and you know I, I still was puzzled when Kyle Dubas defended Mitch Marner and all this criticism against him. And I'm thinking, I really didn't hear much criticism. Everybody loves Mitch Marner. I heard Mitch Marner criticize himself, good on him about not being ready for a certain game, uh, but just every everything ticked people off. Nobody really stood out, including Freddie Anderson, over the five games in the bubble. So now you're going and then you say, whoa, Freddie Anderson's a guy I'll go to war with. Uh, that's not a right term anymore, but Freddie guy I'll, I'll battle with as my number one goaltender. Happy to do it. I still believe in it. And on and on and on. Mitch Marner, great player, on and on. Win against Montreal, everything's wonderful. All the new guys are great. Wayne Simmons did this. This guy did that. They all did that. TJ Brody looked great. Great. And a lot of those things, let's hope in the next 54 games come to fruition. So today we go back to the bubble. Well, you know, and, and the NHL's decreed there are no more bubbles. So the Maple Leafs have to act like the bubble does not exist anymore and not go back to that style of play. But that's kind of how you feel today, that you're going back about, oh, man, Freddie and whatever. And the wonderful thing about being a fan is you do not have to keep perspective. Uh, in management and coaching and in players, mm. you've got to keep perspective. And that's important uh, because I think you even look at the first couple games, uh, a guy you just mentioned, um, and, and it's it's unfair to an extent to stop talking about the contract, but... Uh, I think Mitch Marner has been rather pedestrian in the first two games. Like he hasn't been himself yet. Granted again, it's just two games, but I need more from Mitch Marner Gord. Yeah. I think pedestrian is a good word. I would eliminate the word rather. I just, he is. Yeah, he is. It's just, you know, he's like um, he, for not, not to compare it to the contract, but he needs to stand out. Like I'm not even noticing him. I didn't notice him in the first game. Didn't notice him tonight. You know, like Matthews, you just saw something revolting. You're double checking your, uh, your statue. So, okay. So we talked about, John Tavares, 16 minutes, 24 seconds. Mm -hmm. Mitch Marner, 25 minutes and two seconds. Yeah. He had no shots on net. Are the coaches watching the game? Like about, you know, riding the bench. Like, so, wow. So he played the most of any forward or any player on the team. He played more than any defenseman. Wow. <laughs> okay. I got laser eye and I can confirm that. Is it 25 minutes? Like, is that right? I got laser wow. eye. I told you. I'm going to confirm that. I got great eyesight. Okay. He, he was not on his game tonight. And uh, anyway. He was rewarded. Yeah. Um, I expect John Tavares to play more. I, I think we're, maybe we're reading a bit too much into the uh, time on ice, the plus minus, but I think across the board, we can both agree everybody up and down this lineup needs to be better. Yeah. And I think what happened was Marner, they, they juggled lines just off the top of my head because yeah. it was hard to follow because nobody was affected, but, it, but he tried to juggle lines. So probably Marner benefited from that. Yeah, there is no conspiracy to limit John Tavares's ice time. That, that does not <laughs> is that exist. A contract here? <laughs> but I'm just looking like, wow, 25 minutes. Like it, it just it, and no shots on goal, no shots on goal. I, I know he's a big passer and other things, but uh, that that uh, that kind of jumps out at you. All right, this uh, therapy session continues as we welcome in Luke Fox, of Sportsnet.ca. Luke, uh, great to be back with you. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic, as you know, here on Leafs Nation post game a five three loss to the Ottawa Senators. What was the most concerning part from the least point of view uh, in this loss to you? Wow. Defense, mm. sloppiness, sloppiness, not not being prepared, getting outworked by the Ottawa Senators, a team that hasn't played in, in 10 months and everyone picked to be last in the Canadian division. It was a poor, it was a poor effort. Um, you know, the nice start, you know, you get the lead. Um, if, if you're the Toronto Maple Leafs, you, you control the play. Um, for for some nice stretches in Ottawa's zone and kind of look like the dominant team, 
but you don't score again and you don't finish them off. And Ottawa had the more consistent game. They wouldn't go away. Um, looked like some pesky sense. Yeah, and I was just saying they have so many new components they're trying to put in that the first few games, I would think the Ottawa Centers more than any team, it's going to be a bit of a training camp for them. Like, I, I never use the word about quit on a team, and I'm not going to use that in the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I'm not going to lose perspective, but we saw this too often in the regular season last year. We saw it in the bubble as well. Like, you know, Ottawa didn't play great. They won the game, but they didn't play great. The Leafs just did not seem to want it, whatever the word may be. It just was It was bizarre to watch like that, Luke, and we had it last year, that Florida game and a couple other along the way. And really, that's something they got to put in their rearview mirror if they want to get truly get to that next level, and especially that next level in the playoffs. It's the second game of the season, Court. Like, this is the kind of lull you expect in, like, the dog days, right? No, no, but no, uh, no, we're keeping, con- no, yeah, we're keeping perspective and context here. This better be as no. bad an effort they put, yeah, they, yeah, as bad an effort as they have all season, right? No, I, no I'm with you. I'm oh, saying, good. Like, like if, you're not, if you're not geared up, it's, it's still the beginning. Like, uh, it, it kind of felt like one of those games that you kind of, oh, well, you excuse because it's, it's mid-February and there's nowhere to move in the standings. Like they need to establish themselves. This is a team that is is talking like uh, a contender. They went out and get the kind of pieces like Simmons and and Thornton that you get if you're going for a Stanley Cup, not if you're in the middle of of a rebuild or trying to just be a contender. Like this team has high aspirations, and a team like that should not go into Ottawa and lay an egg like this at the second game of the season. Like. Uh, they they looked out of sorts. They look like they haven't they haven't meshed yet, at, for you know, and and just some really sloppy giveaways. And it's it's it. I think what's frustrating is because, and I don't want to pick on the guy because he certainly wasn't the only guy who had a bad game. But William Nylander looked like a world beater on Wednesday, and he had like some really brutal giveaways, and then took a bad penalty. Um, and and that's just one example. Like Mitch Marner doesn't look like quite himself. TJ Brody had a good first game, but he, you know, was a minus all night. Uh, it, it was a rough one. Yeah, we went over the uh, the Masters numbers earlier on, so uh, we won't circle back to that. It's with Luke Fox of uh, Sportsnet.ca here on Leafs Nation postgame. Nick Alberga and Gord Stellick breaking down this 5-3 loss to the Ottawa Senators in game two of the season. So I threw Gord this question earlier on. Hypothetically speaking, Jack Campbell, we expect to start tomorrow, goes in. Puts up a pretty good effort. The Leafs win against the Ottawa Senators. Who plays game four? Is it Anderson or is it Jack Campbell against the Winnipeg Jets? Uh, that's a great question. I think if Campbell wins and plays well. You got it, right? I, I think you got it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I asked Sheldon just, just moments ago before I hopped on here what he thought of Freddie through two games. And I think his first sentence was too many pucks go in the net. And, you know, he, of course, qualified that and said, we got to play better in front of them and we got to, you know, get people away to the perimeter and not let, let people screen them and get chances in tight. But he said, there's many areas we need to improve and goaltending is one of them. Um, you know, and, and Freddie, unfortunately, he has this reputation as a slow starter and nine goals in two games against two teams that aren't really known as offensive juggernauts. Um, you know, if Jack Campbell goes in and, and limits the sends to one or two goals, and, um, you know, I, I think you got to go with them. The season is too short, I think, um, to give Freddie Fred too long of a leash. And then you can always go back to him if, if Campbell loses a game. 
Yeah, let's let's hope for if you're a Leaf fan, you're talking about it tomorrow. That particular predicament. It's and and you know it's funny uh, as we talk about it. Some some day, some night days and nights. And by the way, LukeFoxSportsNet.ca. He's got a lot of great stuff. He had a fun one about who controls the music in all the one. dressing rooms. Yeah. So if you want to catch not just Leaf centric, there's all kinds of great articles there. But uh, which which I I could have read during the game tonight. I probably would have enjoyed that. <laughs> but so it's kind of like tonight as we do uh, post game. It's like when you've done something wrong with your parents, and at some point uh, uh, punishment's been established, and you want to leave, and they go on for 15 more minutes, and you kind of go, well, what's the point? So they get to play them again tomorrow. But I just thought. Before the game, we're having Luke Fox on, and if Ottawa won, I'd be talk. We'd be talking about Matt Murray stealing it like goaltenders could, or something at least like give us a Tim Stutzla great game and be going, wow, wow, look at his first game ever. Instead, it was like the third, fourth, Chris fifth, sixth Tierney. line. I mean, those were the guys, the lunch bucket guys, killed the Leafs. Yeah, yeah, and the, you know what? Good on the Sens though. Like uh, Austin Watson, new guy brought in, Derek Step on brought in like some veterans to, to round out the group. They, they both get their first goals. I thought, uh, I thought Brady Kachuk had a heck of a game. Um, you know, that, that line looked pretty good. Uh, Batherson it's, uh, I mean, it shows that Pierre Dorian has been drafting well. Um, so give him credit for that, but I, I'm with you. It's not, I don't know if there was like a, um, a Matt Murray save that's going to be on the highlight reel. It's not like he was challenged with, you know, an assault uh, from the Leafs. And, and that was another interesting thing Keith said is, is like, it's not just defense. He's like, yeah, we have scored a few goals in these two games. He's like, but our offense isn't, he's not happy with it. it it's not great. Um, you know, there's a couple bright spots. Hyman gets on the board. Kerfoot, who had a, a really tough season offensively last year, kind of gets one. Um, to kind of, you know, hopefully that gets him going and, and gives him some momentum. But uh, did Marner have a shot on net? I don't, I don't think so. No, uh, answer me this. Here's what I just said. Like, like, like uh, Nick thought I was having a mini stroke because I had to squint my eyes. <laughs> he didn't have a shot on net, played 25 minutes and two seconds. John Tavares played 16-24. I think when they juggled the lines, Marner benefited from it. But if you're trying to judge who's going hot, he wasn't the guy tonight. No, he wasn't. Um, I'm, I'm think part of the ice time is because he's out there killing all those penalties. Lisa taking, you know, both the first goals they've allowed in these two games have been a result of a too many men on the ice penalty. So, you know, and Keith pointed that out. Uh, it, it's been sloppy. Like they, these are the kind of details. They should be way more detailed than the Ottawa Senators. You would think uh, by the by this point, and it's this kind of sloppiness. It costs you. Uh, they, they have to tighten up. I just wanted to clarify a stat I've thrown out throughout the show. It's so funny because my name's close to algebra. But my math stinks. Uh, it's nine goals and 56 <laughs> shots on goal for Freddie Anderson. Still not good. Uh, last question before we let you go, Luke. Um, what are your expectations in terms of a potential lineup changes outside of Jack Campbell tomorrow night? I, th- I think I think you have to if you're Sheldon Keith. I think you have to start sending a message. Um, plus, I, I don't know if you saw... Barabanov's ice time, but the guy's hardly been used at all. And if you're not going to use him, maybe, maybe you sit him for a game and, and get someone else in there, try to bring some energy to that fourth line. So I, I would I would like to see another forward in the mix. You know, maybe this is Nick Robertson's music, or, or maybe um, even a guy like Travis Boyd, who's a little bit more responsible defensively, has, has been around the league a little bit longer, um, maybe is a little bit more trustworthy defensively, maybe he gets a look, but I don't think you go back to the same lineup. 
and, and I'm not just talking Jack Campbell. I'd like to see some changes. We'll see what happens coming up tomorrow night. Again, it's the Leafs and Senators. We'll have Leafs Nation post game. Uh, Luke, thanks so much for this. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Have a good one. You as well. It's Luke Fox, Sportsnet.ca. Yeah, and we're just talking. We're talking about Mitch Marner's ice time over eight minutes more than John Tavares's. And again, we're not insinuating there's a conspiracy to limit Tavares's ice time. Three minutes twenty-one seconds, killing penalties. What Tavares had, he still had four and a half minutes more at even strength mm. than John Tavares. And uh, you know, just like I said, interesting in that if you were identifying him as the guy, and maybe they were seeing something from the bench that I didn't see. He didn't get a shot on net. He did not appear to. I didn't even know who that guy would have been tonight. So, in in fairness, but uh, uh, so that was just one that jumped out on the stat sheet. Pedestrian with a capital P, and of course, I'm not talking about professional broadcaster Gord Stelic. I'm Nick Never. Alberga. We'll hit the break. Other side, we'll hear from Sheldon Keith, among others. Can't wait to hear what head coach had to say. You're listening to Leafs Nation post game on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Breaking down. What's up? What's up? Game on Sportsnet 590, The Fan, and the Leafs Radio Network. All right, the postmortem continues on this disappointing 5-3 loss in Canada for your Maple Leafs. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stelic. We'd like to uh, chime in on Twitter. We'll get you through this the best we can. Uh, let's hear now from the head coach of the Maple Leafs, Sheldon Keith. Sheldon, uh, what did you sense and see from the group after that 2-1 goal in this second? I just sensed that we had stopped playing. Uh, you know, we, we lost three or four shifts in a row uh, coming off of that goal. And, uh, you know, so as we scored the goal, the message on the bench was, you know, that we need to keep pushing. The re- reality is, that, you know, when you score a goal like that and you had control of the period the way that we did uh, scoring that goal, you know, for us, if we, you know, if we want to be a team that's going to accomplish anything, the game should be over from there. We should be able to, you know, not take care of the lead and then build on the lead. Uh, obviously, showed that we're not there yet. What sort of adjustment period is a guy like TJ Brody facing coming into a new team, a big prominent role, and without the preseason games he usually would have? Yeah, I think all the new guys, you know, are adjusting to the system, to the new teammates, all those kind of things. It's going to take, it's going to take time. I think, I think TJ really has been, uh, has been fine for us. I thought he was a standout for us in, in Montreal game. Um, you know, nobody really was a standout for us here today, obviously, but you know, he's, uh, Rhodes has been fine. He's, you know, he's the kind, he plays the kind of game where you got to watch it back on video and really focus on, on what he's doing to really uh, see the value in it. Thank you. Next up, we have Terry Koshay in Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Terry. Sheldon, how do you stress to the guys that there has to be more determination and bearing down in the defensive zone? Well, we just got to keep doing it. I mean, I mean that's been our message from, from day one. Um, part of it's bearing down. Part of it is just the structures, uh, structure pieces of it, making sure you're on the right side of the puck, real fundamental things that, uh, you know, at different times we weren't, we weren't very good at here today. Um, you know, so that's that's part of it. You know, that that's part of it for sure. You know, um, we've given up too many goals here through two games. That's an area we wanted to get better in, and, and obviously we're, we're not yet, and that's that's hurting us. At the same time, I think our offense has been uh, very poor as well through through both games, um, despite despite the fact we got seven, uh, seven, and you know, plus the, the overtime goal, I guess, so eight. 
eight goals uh, through two games to me offensively. We're nowhere near where we need to be either. I guess the second part then, you, you mentioned at the offense, uh, you know, some nice possession there in the second period capped by Alex's goal. But, you know, when you have just 20-something shots overall against a team that hasn't played in nearly a year, how does that have to get how – do, how does that get better within 24 hours? How do you get more at the net tomorrow night? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't see what the length of time from the last time they played matters. I mean, you know, they've been back to practicing and scrimmaging just like we have. In fact, they've been doing it longer than we have. Um, I don't think that's that's a relevant part to anything, but it's more about the style and how they play and how they compete. We knew they're going to be content to just stay on the inside and and uh, make it difficult for us there. We're trying to speed up our game a lot offensively and uh, challenge the net a lot more. I mean, we just haven't done that. That's going to that's going to be that's going to take some time. That's a big adjustment for a lot of our guys. Um, you know, but that's something that we we obviously need to do a better job of. Um, you know, we, you're, tr- you're trying to set up the perfect shot and the perfect, uh, perfect, you know, play towards the net. But there's a great number of goals that are scored in the league that are are just randomness. You just put the puck to space and try to outnumber the opposition and win lose pucks. That's really all their goals for the most part came off of situations like that. Um, you know, we, we had great control of the game for, for long periods of time, but uh, didn't accomplish much with it. So... That's, again, another thing that's been a message to our team since uh, since day one of camp. But it's a big adjustment for our team. But uh, we'll get there and playing against this team here again tomorrow night. And then the number of times that we do throughout the season, you know, with how they play, we're going to get lots of practice with that. All right. And we'll go to Luke Fox, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Luke. Hi, Sheldon. Uh, what's your assessment of, of Freddie's play through two games here? Uh, I would say, obviously, too many pucks have gone in the net. Um, but as we've talked about a number of times, that's not all on him. We've got to do a better job in front of him. Uh, lots of bodies, lots of loose pucks and around the net here tonight. Uh, you know, lots of breakaways and stuff like that in the Montreal game, uh, to which he stood tall on, uh, save for the one. Um, you know, so there's a lot more happening here where, you know, where we need to improve. Um, you know, in, in a lot of areas, I think, uh, you know, Fred would probably agree that, you know, goaltending is one of them. But, you know, there's a lot of other things happening out there that we got to get better at. And what's your comfort level with the new power play units? And when do you decide to go back to the unit from last season? Well, I mean, I mean we talked about it. We expected to, to use that unit from last season at different times. And, you know, we've been getting in some practice reps and then obviously used it today, used it a little bit in the Montreal game at different times. Uh, that said, you know, we, we do feel like we, we need to give some time to those other units and those other looks and get more people involved. Uh, not having exhibition games uh, hasn't given us sample time to really get a feel, you know, for what that can do to our team. You know, there's part of it is the effects that it has on the power play itself. And then also, you know, the the effects that it has outside of the power play with how you're using people, how involved people, other people are in the game, uh, spreading out minutes, all those kind of things and, and uh, having to find roles for for the players that we've added. So we got a lot happening there that it's not just about the success of the power play. Um, we're trying to see if we can have a greater outlook to it but yet still have success with the people that we have so obviously we scored a power play goal in the first period that was a big one uh, for us and then we gave it back just by 
you know, um, you know, a bad penalty and then compounded by a bad error, um, cheating on the penalty kill, get caught on the too many men, and gave that power play goal back. Um, you know, so there's uh, you know, things that we got to continue to get better at. And uh, the best part of these back-to-back situations is you get to go right back at it again tomorrow. Lots of meat to take off that bone. We'll talk about that to wrap up Leafs Nation post game here on Sportsnet 5.9 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. We need to talk about what just happened. This is Leafs Nation post game on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. All right, welcome back. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic here on Leafs Nation post game on Sportsnet 590 The Fan at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stelic on Twitter. A 5 3 loss here, disappointing to say the least, against the Ottawa Senators, the front end of the back to back, both at Canadian Tire Center. Again, make sure to join us. Tomorrow night for Leafs Nation, post-game of that one, hopefully a much better effort. Before the break, Gord, we heard from the head coach, Sheldon Keefe, uh, some things that stuck out for me. Stop playing. Uh, no one was a standout tonight. We've given up too many goals. Offense has been very poor, and too many pucks have gone in the net, so he didn't completely bury Freddie Anderson. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He, but he also just uh, didn't. Um, I'm glad. He, he, he yeah. didn't hide the obvious as well, and Freddie's just got to stop some pucks. And mm-hmm. it's... Uh, uh, I, I enjoy hearing Sheldon Keith speak. I, I enjoy his candor and uh, just talking about being on the bench. And I can remember sometimes, you, you know, whatever age you're with the team, but especially as you get, like, say, in the pros and you just go, stop skating. Just stop skating. You know what I mean? And it, you can see it. You can feel it. And it's just a, a horrible feel. And you go, why can they not start skating again? Something that simple. And they, you know, flat out, that's where it kind of all began. And he he had a great view from the bench. And uh, it it did not come back. He talked about losing the shift. I still think the the too many men on the ice penalty was just a terrible penalty to put you two down yeah. when you're not skating. When you're when you when you're you're winning, but you're you're you don't have it. You're not in the flow. You haven't grabbed it, and, and you and you give them something like that. Yeah, I really felt like that was the uh, Todd Halushko turning point in this hockey game. Uh, without <laughs> a question of a doubt, was the uh, two man advantage. Thomas Shabbat scores, and the uh, Sens are off to the races in a very. Uh, um, good, strong second period, I would say, by Ottawa. But the Maple Leafs really gave them everything in this game, including ice. The hits, as we mentioned, thirty-three to eleven. Yes, that's not a uh, uh, an error um, in 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 the box score. Thirty-three to eleven for Ottawa, out hitting Toronto. Unbelievable. In this game. Uh, let's take a look at the out of town scoreboard before we jet and get out of here. Uh, four other games in the NHL on this third day of the season. Philadelphia winning again. They're a powerhouse, man. Five-two the final against the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Pens tried to come back in that game. Uh, Tristan Jari got the hook, but what a night for Thomas or uh, Travis Konechny, excuse me, the former Ottawa 67, uh, gets the Hattie and Gritty was there to throw the ice, uh, uh, the hat on the ice because I thought McDavid was robbed last night. Gets a Hattie, doesn't get any hats. Yeah, I heard Tim and Sid earlier just talking about that yeah. there should be a bin up there with hats that get released if there's a hat trick. They should be up there like balloons get released sometime. So good on Gritty and uh, oh, the Philadelphia Flyers, like. Again, look at the Toronto Maple Leafs compared to the Philadelphia Flyers a couple of years ago. And, and you know, that's kind of where I, I have the Flyers passing them for One good now. One team has progressed, the other hasn't. But are, are, have yeah. they done it for good? So, mm-hmm. anyway, two very impressive games. Good on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Like, Sidney Crosby's got a lot of compete, a lot of leadership. It's weird to think them not making the playoffs, and he helped bring them back in the game to cut a, a 3 nothing. look like it was going to be a debacle, and they made a game of it. Over under on a week for another uh, for a Pens trade. We know Jim Rutherford has an itchy uh, trigger finger, Gord. Yeah, I love the. I I feel bad for the assistant coaches. I think they mm. all the two of the three got jobs anyway, but they got fired by the time they landed from the bubble. He didn't waste any time. Yeah, and of course, um, 
Head scratchers in the form of the Mike Matheson trade and the Cody CC pickup, among others. But Jim Rutherford can't can't argue with that. The guy's won cups in his illustrious Hall of Fame career. Uh, Chicago losing again, not much of a shocker. I'd say a better effort tonight. Colin Delia making one of the saves of the year, the backup for the Hawks in that game. Um, 5-2 the final for Tampa, taking care of business. We talked about this going into this one tonight. An inferior opponent, take care of business. The Hawks... Um, you know, got destroyed in game one. And, and again, Tampa took care of business in game two. I would love to see this from the Maple Leafs score. That that really is a good example. You know, no, no doubt about it. a good comparable that way. And just quickly, because he's got all kinds of friends here in the neighborhood. So yeah, Steven Stamkos, a goal and assist was, uh, was plus two, four yeah. shots on that. Love seeing him being a hundred percent healthy. So yeah, uh, he, he's had a strong first two games for Tampa Bay. Ditto for Nolan Patrick, by the way, back and healthy for the Flyers coming off that very, very serious uh, bout of, uh, with concussions. So it's great to see him back in that Flyers lineup there two and oh, so is Tampa. And so is Washington two, uh, one win Vitek Vanacek board is NHL debut. The backup, I guess, battling with Craig Anderson for playing time. 30 saves by all accounts. He was really good in that game. And uh, here we go again in Buffalo. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a long year in Buffalo. <laughs> it's uh, uh, They can still improve, but it's going to be a long year. My goodness. That... I, l- I like the Colorado one. How about that? That 4 nothing. Yeah. The Avalanche, uh, four goals in the span of 13 minutes in the second period. There was no score after one period. So this is exactly what the Toronto Maple Leafs need to do tomorrow night against the Ottawa Senators. St. Louis... You know, gave it to Colorado in game number one of these back-to-backs with a day off in yep. between. And good on the Avalanche. A lot of people picked them to win the Stanley Cup, and they're showing more of that tonight. By the way, in that one, uh, 200th career goal for contract year, Gabriel Landeskog. Uh, people, you know, don't really remember that or forget that maybe. Uh, but Gabe Landeskog could be a UFA following this season. So what I'm telling you is he could break out. With that in mind... We have Leafs Nation postgame tomorrow night, Gord. Uh, I'm hoping hoping for a more positive conversation and a Leafs victory, but Jack Campbell will likely start in that game. Uh, yeah, I would say definitely will start. Yeah, I, I, w- I would like that happy predicament after the game. You're saying, okay, he's won, he played great. Who do you start mm-hmm. in game number four? I It was interesting chatting with Lou Fox. And, and again, let's get to it when it happens. Hopefully it does happen. Uh, I was sort of leaning towards giving Freddie Anderson again just to kind of you know, give him some traction early in the season as a number one. But it's interesting, you and Luke Fox uh, about, yeah, you know what? It's a it's a short season, short runway, and uh, you can't worry about hurt feelings. Yeah, I think they're – how many lives is Freddie Anderson going to have, right? I think they're losing – I don't even know what the right word is, but the fact that his name was dangled in the trade market tells you all you need to know. And then he enters the season without a new contract. Well, okay, Go back to last year where he had probably his most ordinary season. And yeah. because of the Kawhi Leonard load management, all we talked about was, can we get Freddie enough rest? Can we get Freddie a decent yeah. backup? And they did get Freddie a decent backup in Jack Campbell. So again, perspective, perspective, yes. perspective. A night like tonight is difficult to keep it, but we have to. And that's why I love you. You keep me balanced here on this program. So again, just one game, but it was not pretty. A 5-3 loss here to the Ottawa Senators. And again, we'll be back with you against the Senators. Saturday night on the back-to-back for Leafs Nation postgame, Gord. Yeah, you know, God rest my dad's soul. He was a radio and TV repairman, and I think people tonight, when they hear the score, would have called the radio repairman. <laughs> but I, I heard it wrong, you know? But anyway, yeah. uh, yes, uh, hopefully tomorrow better things. Ugly. Many thanks to uh, Sam McKee, Tom Young, and Josh Santos. For Gord Stelic, I'm Nick Alberga. You've been listening to Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan.